How do we improve the autograph industry? That's today's topic. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. If you guys can, visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. And if you like this video, like this channel, give a subscribe, like, always appreciate that. Make sure you guys check out those new signings that we just posted there with Shaquille O'Neal and Allen Iverson, man. Two big ones. Ooh, man, Shaq, I'm stoked about AI as well. So so this got me thinking, you know, there's a, you know, a lot going on in the autograph industry. I've been doing this for about 18 years now, so I've seen a lot, and there's a lot to improve on, and we have improved on a lot of the different things here. And that's what today's video is going to be about. You know, the, the, the biggest complaints that I get, or it seems like I hear from everybody, are a couple things. Number one, autograph prices. <laughs> Number two, autograph authentication. Three, autograph quality. Four, jersey prices. And five, the lack of photos available for signings, okay? So I'm going to be touching on every one of these topics today and give you my opinion on how they can be improved. This is going to be a little bit longer video than I normally like to do, just because I kind of want to go into a little bit of depth on each topic. So I apologize in advance, but I'm going to try to move through it as quickly as I can and get right to the point with this stuff, okay? So first off, let's talk autograph prices. So some people understand that you know a guy like Mike Trout can command a $400 plus price for an autograph, okay? And a lot of people don't understand that, and that's okay too, okay? So let's talk about, first off, why an autograph or for, for a guy like Mike Trout can command a $400 autograph price, okay? First thing, competition. Uh, in Not in Mike Trout's case here, because he's already got an exclusive, but when an athlete is, is on the free market, you know, and guys are competing for him, they want to sign him to an, an exclusive deal, Dealers are going to compete there, okay? They, they want to sign this guy, whoever it is, and the price is going to naturally go up when these people are competing, okay? They're going to throw more money at this player to get him to sign with them, okay? So competition is going to be driving up the autograph signing price and thus inevitably creating a higher price uh, for the customer, okay? Also, you got to think about it too, you know, athletes nowadays make millions and millions of dollars. Guys like Mike Trout are making, what is Trout making now? $40 million or something like that? I mean, just an incredible amount of money. He's not making that much in 2020 because he's only playing a third of the year, but you get what I'm saying. These guys are making an unfathomable amount of money. And, you know, a thousand bucks or 5,000 bucks or even 10,000 bucks is just nothing to them, right? It's just, they're just not interested in doing any events that where that's going to be the reward for them, okay? So, you know, the days of, of guys going and signing for, or at least the guys that you want for 500 bucks or $1,000 is, is long gone, okay? These guys make way too much money nowadays, and it's like you and I going to do an event for 20 or 50 bucks, okay? It's just it's just not that big of a deal for us. So so guys are going to have to be getting paid in order to convince them to come uh, do an autograph signing, okay? It's just the way it is, and it's just, it's just the reality right now. So um, what can be done about this, Okay. You know, one thing that us dealers can really do to help uh, alleviate this cost for the consumer is to do kind of bulk pricing on multiple items. 
So, uh, you know, customers will typically get, in some cases, you know, more than one item for an athlete. They'll get a baseball, a bat, jersey, whatever it is. They're getting a couple different signatures sometimes. And by offering a discount to the customer that can do, hey, more than one item, you get this pricing. Uh, sometimes our, our, our hands are kind of tied, though, where we have to follow a certain pricing. We can't go below that pricing with uh, exclusive athletes, for example, like uh, Peyton Manning and Mike Trout. So we can't do it with some of those guys there. But a lot of the other guys who don't have exclusives, we can do bulk pricing. And that's going to help kind of reduce the cost for a customer that's already at the signing. They're already getting one item. If they're going to get two, three, four, five items, uh, we can offer a little bit of a discount there to help uh, you know ease the overall cost per signature. Another option is to really give customers choices. And I'm really big on choices. I, I, some people kind of go the other way with this. But for me, I think everything should be separated out, kind of like an a la carte kind of thing. If you want to pay for authentication, pay for authentication. If you don't want to pay for it, don't want to pay, don't pay for it, okay? I mean, it's 10 bucks. You're getting five items. You know, that's 50 bucks right there. But let's say we go ahead and include it in the price for you. That just drives up the price already. So that's going to increase your overall cost. So... I'm all about giving people choices. Uh, you know, a lot of other people who have uh, physical stores will offer if you want to come in and pay cash or if you want to come and pay check, you know, they're not going to accrue that 3% PayPal fee. And, you know, hey, 3% off of $1,000 order is 30 bucks, you know. So you can save a customer 30 bucks. They're not getting authentication off those five items. Hey, now you've saved them 80 bucks right there. So, um, and plus maybe they get a little bit of discount for getting those multiple items. So you can actually save them a decent amount of money. It may end up being 10, 15%, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it can add up over the long haul. So these are just some things that we can help do to, uh, you know, alleviate this. Yes, we all want to charge cheaper pricing, but there's just so much involved in an autograph sign, not just the athlete's autograph price, but you've got your business overhead. You've got your advertising costs. You've got your raw goods costs that you've got to get. There's just a lot of country, uh, labor, so uh, renting a facility if you have to do that. So there's a lot more that goes into it than just the athlete getting a check, you know. So uh, Number two uh, thing that we, I get the biggest complaint on that I think we can improve on, and this is probably one of the biggest ones I want to touch on today, is autograph authentication. Now, this is where an area where we've made really big strides. You know, I'm talking about the Major League Baseball program, uh, most uh, authentication now comes online. That's great and all. You can, you know, at any moment you can type in your number and you can see the item that's on there. But there's more that we need to do in order to kind of make this area bulletproof. And this is the area that I, I think we should be getting bulletproof on. Okay, the days of putting a sticker or a hologram on an item and then you know typing it into you know, a website and all that stuff. Again, that's great for right now, but I really think that's kind of outdated. And I think it really opens us up for fraud because you know, any hologram, any sticker can basically almost be replicated. And if you don't know anything about a sticker or a hologram and you're just buying something for the, for the first time, you're probably not going to know the difference. Okay. You're hearing, you know, you do your little Google search and you say, oh, well, I heard JSA is good. You know, you buy something with the JSA and you don't think anything of it. Little do you know, maybe it's a not a real hologram or it's been copied or something like that. You just don't know. So there's... Uh, a better ways that we can do this. And number one is, and, and this is, this is absolutely critical. I think is there has to be an image associated with the item. When you go to verify it online, that image is showing the exact item that's associated with that particular number. Uh, that is basically going to hopefully, you know, 
remove them copying from these stickers and all these fake holograms and all that kind of stuff because it's already got a picture of there on the exact item that's been signed, where it's been signed, you'll see the exact one. So now they would have to copy the sticker and also have to copy the autograph. And that's really asking a lot right there. You'd be able, easily be able to tell if something is different in that particular uh, instance there. So we gotta have photos um, on, the, uh, on the website there. Um, and it seems like every single company <laughs> has had their holograms, you know, stolen by a, a, a bad employee or, or faked or copied or whatever you want to call it. And so we've just, we've got to get away from the sticker and number deal to something that can be with an image. Okay. So what can be done here? Again, I am, I am no engineer. I am not Elon Musk. Okay. Let me just clarify that in case you were confused on that. I don't have an engineering background. Okay. But you know, artificial intelligence is where it is now and where it's going to be in five or 10 years is going to be light years from where we are today. So here's what I'd like to see in kind of a, a, a perfect world is when you have, you know, uh, JSA, PSA, Beckett, or wh whoever's doing the signing, whoever's authenticating the signing is essentially they have a software program that has artificial intelligence already built into it. And basically all they have to do is scan the item and with the number on there, they show the autograph. And it'll of course show the item and the artificial intelligence can pick up that number. They'll get to know a player's autograph. So they already can database that real quickly. And then it has a picture of the item and they do that really quickly. It's all done right after the signing, no problems. And that would be the ideal thing that I would like to see. Is it going to require a little more legwork? Possibly. Yes. But here's the thing is, you know, if JSA is charging, you know, whatever it is, eight, ten dollars or something like that, if you can get something like this for twelve dollars, would you pay the extra two dollars to have something that cool where you can actually see your item online and have a visual image of it or even a video of it online? So you go to sell that, you can say, hey, listen, here's the proof right here. Okay, so this is the exact item you're seeing. It's got the hologram number on there. And there's no problems with it at all. I would I would pay extra for that. I think most customers would pay extra for better authentication, in my opinion. Uh, so it, it, again, the sticking point with that is it would just have to be really easy for the authenticators to upload all that stuff. Because right now what they're doing is they're putting the sticker on there, they're putting the card in there, they've got to log that number, then they've got to go into the database to do it all. I mean, they're doing legwork already. So having some sort of software program where they can actually just scan the item with their phone and it automatically uploads in there might actually end up saving them time and money in the end. So uh, I'm not sure the logistics and how that's going to work out, but that's something that would be very, very cool and critical to our industry to have something like that. Uh, another idea and PSA uh, DNA also does this already is to have some sort of, you know, invisible ink uh, on your item, you know, from the signing, you know, so, uh, when they authenticate an item, PSA DNA, they put this little invisible ink on there that basically cannot be traced. So that way they know that, hey, listen, that number there is associated with that item. And uh, they can see it under UV light, I think it is. I'm not sure on the 100% of the specifics there. But something like that would be absolutely cool if, uh, you know, you can hold it under UV light. You can see that, that hey, it says number 12345. And you look at the number on your hologram, it says 12345. You can match those up. Because anybody that's going to copy that sticker there, they're not going to have the ability to put that uh, information on that ball. So that's just another layer uh, of security. Again, I'm, I'm not an engineer by any single means, but I've seen this stuff out there here. And, you know, I, I figure if we can go to the moon, I'm pretty sure we can figure out how to prevent autograph fraud. 
I, I'm pretty sure we could probably figure this out, okay? It's just going to require a little bit of uh, the old STEMs people, the ones we used to make fun of in school. These, these people are critical now, you know, the science, technology, engineering, and math people. So need those people. All right, number three, and this is probably one of the, uh, one of the bigger ones for uh, uh, every single assignment that we do is autograph quality. It's, it's, just, it's just the one that we just don't have complete control over because you've got the pen, you've got the athlete, you've got the surface, you've got the item. There's just so many different variables that go into the autograph quality, okay? But one big issue here is the, uh, you know, the biggest complaint is what an athlete's autograph looks like. Now, listen, an athlete's gonna sign how they want for the most part, okay? That's their signature. Ours are sloppy too, so don't get me wrong. Yes, we're not getting paid for it, but ours are sloppy as well. So it just seems like athletes' autographs have gone downhill from the days of Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio and all that kind of stuff. And this is mainly due to athletes, uh, you know, signing extreme amount of items in a short time frame, okay? It goes back to what I was saying when they were getting paid. You know, if they're doing a two-hour event, they command X amount of dollars for that two-hour event. And as a dealer, it's like, well, uh, you know, if I got two hours with this athlete and I'm already paying an X amount of dollars, I want to get as many items as I can within that two-hour window, okay? And a lot of this is due to, to, to laziness on the athlete's part, of course. They don't really care what the final product looks like. They've already got paid. They don't have, you know, any 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 fight in the, in the dog anymore. It's They're done. That's it. They've gotten their pet money. So that I totally get and understand. Um, and, and, you know, I get their, their angle, too, is being paid a couple grand, you know, for some of the lower guys is not really all that big of a deal and it's not all that exciting to sit around and sign autographs. But, hey, listen, you agreed to do it. You should put forth your best autograph if possible. So what can be done about this? Well, first off, uh, dealers need to try to do their best to uh, uh, set the expectation with the athlete about the quality of the graph, you know. And you can do this in a, in a kind and, and, and professional way. You can do this with talking with the agent as well. But, you know, build up some rapport with the athlete, you know, and, and say, hey, listen, our customers are really excited to come meet you here. You're one of the, you know, fan favorites here and they've got some you know items they're working on they'd really appreciate if you you know if you gave them a nice autograph today that's what they really came for and you know just build it up for them you know and make it exciting for them to be there and, and you know make them feel good about being there so they can you know give you the best autograph possible for the customer so that's definitely something that we can do and at least bring it up in the conversation so the athlete is aware that you are aware that you know, hey, I know that you know that we know that we know that we want a good autograph here. You know, the one, kind of one of those deals. So, and don't be afraid. And this is what I, I think it gets really sticky and a sticky point sometimes is don't be afraid to tell the athlete that that autograph sucks. That's too sloppy. No, that's not going to work. And again, you can do this in a, in a kind and professional way. Make it funny, however you want. Do it. But if we can do that as, as, as dealers and say, hey, man, if we could, you know, make that a little bit bigger or make that a little bit cleaner, that'd be great. You know, some sort of way to, you know, encourage them to do a better autograph, I think that is going to be uh, great for the end customer. I really think that that is going to be critical. The authentication, of course, also making sure that we get a nice autograph for everybody. Um, but again, speaking with the, the athletes, great, but also speaking with the agent too. Anybody that's got, anybody that this athlete actually listens to, you know, whether it's their wife that's there, sometimes it's their brother, you know, or best friend, whatever it is, is build some rapport and say, hey, if we can get a really nice quality uh, autograph today, that'd be great, you know, so. 
Um, we are essentially the first line of defense, really. <laughs> first line of defense. I feel like we're at war, you know. I mean, we're just getting autographs. But, um, but again, we should do everything we can to make the customer happy and get the best autograph as possible. Here's one thing that I, I absolutely love, and I'm just going to touch on it here for a little bit. And again, going back to choices, is giving the customer a choice of autograph. Now, listen, I understand that the athlete's being paid for the autograph. They should give you the best autograph possible. We've already touched on some reasons why that may or may not happen. But I really like, uh, for example, like Mike Trout. He gives a, a, a price that you can do for the full name autograph. It's Michael Nelson Trout. It looks beautiful. People really like it. Yes, it costs extra. But if you're really that gung-ho about getting the best quality autograph, I'd like to at least see you having the option to be able to purchase a full name. Now, usually it's like an extra inscription cost, but I'd like to see it on the menu there saying, hey, listen, this is our standard autograph. Here's what it looks like. If you want a full name autograph, here's what that's going to look like. And then give the customer the option on, on what they would like to choose. I think that would be um, a lot more transparent with people when they can see exactly the type of autograph they're going to get before they buy. And then also see what they can upgrade to. You know, if you want the full name Shaquille O'Neal autograph, you know, where he writes out every single letter. If you, He doesn't even do that, but that's just an example. I think people would really dig that. And people would really be excited about that and uh, be empowered by that because they actually have a choice now. And they can see what they're buying kind of beforehand. Because, I mean, you know, an item's not autographed yet. Yes, you can go and see what another athlete's autograph looks like. But they haven't signed that particular item. Their autograph may change that day, you know. So if you ever seen Manny Ramirez's autograph, you know it changes by the hour. So uh, it would be just a super cool to have them uh, give that option there. Plus, the athlete may actually be really enjoying it because now they know, hey, listen, I'm getting paid for this better autograph. Hey, I win. You win. Everybody's happy. Everybody knows what they're getting. It's a, it's a win-win deal, you know. So, um, But at the end of the day, hey, it's their autograph. They're going to do what they want. And, uh, I mean, again, have you seen some of our autographs? I mean, I don't know about you, man, but doctors look like, you know, John Hancock to me. So, uh, but again, I understand they are getting paid for their autograph. Uh, number four is Jersey prices. We all know officially licensed jerseys can get expensive. You know, the Nike game ones, those are a hundred bucks. The limited ones are 150 elite ones are like $350, very, very expensive. And that's why people gravitate towards the China and the custom ones. I get it. They're $25, $30. You know, extra 50 bucks for a jersey or something like that is pretty steep for some people. Totally get it. Understand. Um, you know, what I really would like to see here is give, uh, you know, company, jersey companies getting a cheaper jersey option for the customer now here's what customers mainly want is they want a jersey that has a sewn on number on it. okay that's that's pretty much all they care about right that allows for the best quality autograph which as we discussed today is what customers really want they want a nice quality autograph i'm not a jersey manufacturer i've never made jerseys okay i know the least thing about clothing i don't even buy my own clothes my wife natalie buys them all for me okay i haven't been shopping in years i could care less about clothes but here's the thing with jerseys is there's got to be a way to make the actual jersey itself out of the cheapest possible material. Just a color of whatever the jersey is. We can even get rid of the patches and all that kind of stuff. You can keep the NFL logo on there. That's fine. But just have the player's name on it and a nice sewn-on number that looks nice. I think we can do that and get to the you know 60 to $75 range if possible. Yes, by reducing the price... Uh, these companies are not going to be making as much money probably per unit 
you know, I totally get that. Plus you've got licensing costs and all that other kind of stuff that's, that's involved in it. But I think at the end of the day, if you had the, something you called the autographed Jersey, you know, it, where it doesn't really fit well, maybe it's kind of cut short here, whatever it is, but it's a cheaper Jersey that we use for autographs and sell that one as the autographed Jersey, you know, even branded as that, you know, I think people would really start gravitating towards it because people want official licensed jerseys. They want a nice quality jersey. They just think they're overpriced. And I, I agree on the most part for some of them, you know. Uh, the elite jerseys at $350 or whatever they are, yeah, that's, that's a tank of gas. I mean, it's a huge tank of money right there. I mean, it's huge. Totally get it. So, again, if we can get to that $50 to $75 would be absolutely cool. And I think you'd have a, a, a we actually kind of corner the market on a little bit of things, whoever can manufacture these jerseys. Again, it comes down to licensing and all that kind of stuff. But there's got to be a cheaper material that we can use in order to help reduce that cost. Like I said, leave the patches off. I mean, whatever we can do to get that price down. Patches we know are expensive, plus you got to sew them on and all that kind of stuff. So, and also one thing I would really, really would like to see is typically when a dealer like myself wants to go buy officially licensed jerseys from someone, this isn't true for every situation, but for the big players, it is. You're going to have to pay a minimum of $1,000, right? 1000 bucks, and then you can go ahead and buy them at wholesale, which is, you know, a decent discount, but not, not great by any means. That's a big chunk of change to go out and throw out for some, for some jerseys. I'd like to see a, be able to offer, you know, uh, buy ones and twosies and whatnot at a reduced price. That way we can offer them out to customers. People can get a reduced price on the jerseys and then thus reduce their overall price of a completed item, you know, with autograph and with jersey. So have some sort of program where dealers who, you know, can buy at not at minimum order quantities. They can have to buy, uh, you know, $1,000 worth of stuff, you know, may not need that many, may only need five jerseys or whatever it is. So it'd be nice to be able to uh, see that so we can offer these things out to customers more as opposed to having to buy all these jerseys and, and hoping they sell, which, you know, sometimes they don't. So, uh, all right, so last one here is lack of photo availability. This is a big one uh, because, you know, Photofile, who used to be the main photo supplier for the autograph industry, went out of business in 2020. And now it's uh, Fanatics has kind of taken that over a little bit, but they don't have nearly the options that Photofile had. And I, I don't condone printing your own images and all that stuff. We all know that's illegal. Don't, don't want to be doing that. Quality sucks. You want to stay away from doing that. So we have to find a way to give collectors access to photos that they want, not just the standard. Because that's why people print their own images off. They like this one. It's not available there, you know. Or they want to do a, a custom artwork thing, you know. So we need to find a way to give them access to these photos without paying extortion prices, you know, like $500 for access for one photo. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Nobody is a collector is going to pay for that. Absolutely not. Uh, it's just that's just ridiculous. Nobody's going to do that. So what can we be doing about this? Okay, and let me start off by saying that I'm no licensing expert. I have a, a, a decent understanding of the licensing world, not so much in the photo world, but uh, I am. I know this is going to be the big kicker when it comes to this stuff is the licensing. Everybody wants to get their cut. I get it. Okay, but there's got to be a better way. This is 2020. Okay, come on, people. So these are just my thoughts on it, okay? There, there are websites out there, I'll give you an example, called storyblocks.com. And essentially what you do on Storyblocks is you pay a membership fee and they have uh, royalty-free images on there. 
Now you can't take these images and, and uh, print them. I'm, I'm pretty sure I have to double check that, but you can use them in your videos and you can use them on your social media posts. They're, they're royalty free essentially. Okay. Uh, but you pay a yearly fee of like 350 some bucks or so to be able to get, get access to this stuff. And they have other stuff too. They do videos and audio and all that kind of stuff. It's actually a really cool site. So here's what I envision uh, is, is basically this site is going to be licensed by the leagues where you can have like approved photographers. So, you know, not just any Joe Schmo like me taking pictures. You know, there'll be nice quality pictures uh, where, you know, a mem- somebody like myself can go and pay a membership fee of 350 400 bucks, whatever it is, get access to these images, not to download and print them, but they can say, okay, I want one of this, two of this. You know, like when you upload your photos on the CSV- CVS's website and you can tell them exactly what you want, you know. Uh, it's kind of like a cheaper version of, of Getty images, but with no minimums and, and just sports images, okay? So just kind of imagine that. And also on this site, you would have kind of a component of like elance.com to where you would have Photoshop experts on there. So you can say, hey, listen, I want this image and I want to be able to uh, create a custom artwork off of that. And then they can do that, of course, for an additional fee. And it's all done on this website here. So you don't have to download anything. Nobody's getting access to things that they don't have access. They shouldn't have access to images aren't floating around the Internet, which is what we don't want to do. So that's just something that I've just been kind of throwing out there again. Licensing is going to be a huge problem. It's always a pain in the butt. Everybody wants their money. I get it. But there's got to be a more streamlined process to where the customer can go directly to the photographer and print their image off and use it for autographs or whatever they whatever they like. You know, no, we're not using them for commercials and all that kind of stuff. But just to print it off and to have some to get an autograph or if you want to put them on your wall, if you want to give them out to friends, whatever it is you want to do. So uh, those are just the five things that I see that we can improve upon. Again, these are just my thoughts. They're not, uh, you know, 100%. They're not absolute. And they're not even, they're not even fully, fully completely thought out on a lot of this stuff here. Again, as I mentioned, the licensing stuff is something that I'm not 100% on. I have a decent idea on it. But I think there's definitely things that we can improve upon when it comes to the autograph authentication. That would be the first thing I would start working on. We really got to get that thing ironclad to where a customer can buy an item and know that it's 100% authentic, you know. No, it's 100% authentic. And that's something that we can't always say. So, and that's a, that's a problem. So, and I would definitely like to see, you know, the things that we have control over, for example, the autograph quality, doing those things that we touched on there. And then the, the other stuff is kind of stuff that we have, you know, that's out of our control. I really don't have control over the photos and all that stuff. And I don't have control over the jerseys, but if the Jersey manufacturers are watching out there, I know people, if you made a $50 sewn on licensed Jersey, they would buy that over China nine times out of 10. So uh, just some food for thought. Again, make it a really nice cheap jersey. It doesn't have to be expensive, you know, just but just put a little sewn number on there. Anybody can do it. I swear we can we can get into 50 bucks. So uh, anyway, hope you guys like this video. Again, these are just some thoughts on how to improve on the industry. I'm always open to people's ideas. Let me know in the comments below. You know, are these dumb ideas? Do you have any better ideas? You know, what can I, what can be improved upon? So I'm anxious to hear your thoughts too. Again, I know it's kind of a longer video here, but I wanted to kind of get a little bit more in depth uh, and I hope you guys appreciate that. So anyways, thanks again, guys. Always appreciate you watching. If you guys like the video, you guys like this content, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. And then uh, visit the website, powersportsmobilia.com. And then also give me a follow over there on Instagram at powersautographs. See you guys on the next episode.